Hey, my friend, it's Julie Clough here, your life and grief coach. Welcome to the Build a Life After Loss podcast. I'm thrilled to bring you uplifting grief, support, and hope for rebuilding your life one small step at a time. Let's get started. Hello, my friends. Welcome to episode 131, Balancing Learning and Applying. I've missed you. Last week, we didn't get an episode out, and in two and a half years, I think it's only the second time that's happened. But for various reasons, this past week was a week of recalibrating, and at the end of the episode, I'll have some quick announcements for you regarding the podcast and some really exciting things that are coming up. Are you hearing the birds in the background? (laughs) And maybe even the sprinklers going? Uh, Our AC went out a few days ago, and they've been back, I think, three times to fix it, and hasn't been fixed yet. So all of my windows are open this morning, so you're getting some added sound. Possibly you're hearing it, possibly you're not, but I'm enjoying the really nice early morning cool breeze that are that's coming through my windows. So that's that's really fun. Last month we did a giveaway for a free signed copy of my book Miracles in the Darkness and we have a winner, I guess you could say. <laughs> um LLFCR. So one thing that's interesting that I didn't address when I when I mentioned the giveaway is that when you put a review on Apple podcasts, I can't actually tell. I mean, sometimes I can, if I know the person and they use their name as their, uh, as their whatever handle or whatever on, on the app, then, um, I can tell who it is, but most of the time I can't. I have no idea who it is. And that's the case with this beautiful review that we received. So thank you very much. But the, it comes from LLFCR. And I would love to send you a free signed copy of my book. Will you email me? In order to do that, you'll need to email me at julie at buildalifeafterloss.com because they, Apple doesn't actually give me any information. So it's not like I can email you or call you and say, Hey, you won. And this is what, what we need to do to get the book out to you. But I want to read this beautiful review to you and it's entitled Hope. My friend recommended this podcast and I've listened to three episodes so far. I have spent years feeling victimized by my losses and stuck in circumstances that I wish I could change. I am always trying new and different things, but then quit, give up, because my circumstances don't change. Julie has made wonderful suggestions and ideas that have sparked hope for me and opened the door to realizing that the only thing I can change is me. I love the calming, peaceful feeling I get from her. Wow, what a review. Thank you so much. I... This makes my heart happy because this is exactly, exactly what I want to communicate. Having gone through so many difficult, heart-wrenching losses myself is to be able to spark in someone hope and um, that there's better things ahead and that our circumstances don't have to define us and they don't have to define our life. So thank you so much 
LLFCR. Thank you so much for that beautiful review. And be sure you email me again. It's julie at buildalifeafterloss.com. And we'll get that book out to you right away. So thank you for, for doing that. Now, you may hear a little bit of hoarseness in my voice. I was at a basketball game last night, and it was pretty exciting. <laughs> and maybe I got a little too enthusiastic and overused my voice. So um, if you hear that in my voice, know that that's what's happening. Let's, let's start talking about this balancing learning and applying. You are like me. That's why you're here. You're, you're similar to me. You've had difficult losses, but you also have similar tendencies. And so I want to talk about this idea of balancing learning and applying because that has been something that I've really had to work on myself. Learning and another word I'm going to use for learning is consuming. Learning but not doing, applying, producing. So there's there's something that we can do where we become unbalanced, where we're spending all our time learning or consuming and very little time applying or producing. Or in some cases, we're spending all of our time doing, but we're not actually learning. And our progress is dependent on both. Our progress is dependent on learning and applying. But we live in a world of consumption. So let me, let me talk about consumption and what consumption means. So when we eat something, we're consuming. When we buy something, we're consuming. In fact, we often call the buyer. The buyer is often referred to as a consumer. When we take a class, 90% of the time we're consuming. Producing is doing something. It's creating something. So an employee is a producer. Hopefully that's what the employer has hired them for, is to produce a certain result, to to take action, to apply. An artist, for example, is a producer. They produce art. A farmer is a producer. A cook is a producer. Producing is taking action. Producing is creating a result through that action. So when people go to school to learn a new trade, they are largely a consumer, but they also engage in producing. So think of any assignment or test in which they have to apply what they learn to produce a result, in this case, often a grade. So they're, they're spending a lot of time in that learning process in being in school, learning a new trade, learning a new vocation, getting a degree, those types of things. So in so much of their time in school is sitting in a classroom and taking a lot of learning, listening to the teacher, reading a textbook. And then on occasion, they're asked to do an assignment or a test, and they're applying what they've learned for a result. So without the consumer, nothing would be produced. Without the producer, nothing would be consumed. We are both in our life, and we are engaged in both to some degree or another. But it's the balance between the learning and the applying that really gives our life richness and really brings us to the next level. So listening to this podcast is consuming. Reading a book is consuming. Watching TV is consuming. So how do we balance those things? 
If you're not paying attention, you will spend most of your time in learning and consuming and much less of your time and energy in applying. Learning is vital. And I, I want to, I mentioned at the top that, you know, you're like me. The, the reason you're here is because we have similar values. We have similar interests. We've had similar experiences, not the exact same experiences. All of us are different. So your experiences are going to be different than my experience, but they're similar enough that you, you ha- feel that familiar, familiarity. I can't say that this morning. <laughs> of of my message you have been significantly impacted by loss and that's why you're here but you also have similar interests and values and you resonate with a message of hope that's why you're here so the reason i mentioned that is i don't know if you're familiar with the clifton strengths finder but many years ago i don't know how long it's been probably close to, well, I guess it's been pretty close to 10 years ago because I remember I was visiting my daughter and her husband after the birth of their oldest daughter, who is going to be 10 next month. Is that next month? Wow. Holy cow. Anyway, so when I was visiting them, I came across this book that my son-in-law had called Strengths Finder. It's, I think it's more widespread now, and maybe you've heard of it, but the strengths finder is this list of 34 strengths that have been identified that it's it's uh not a personality test as much as it is a test of like what are what are your personal strengths what are those strengths that you lead with and i'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about the philosophy of the book or or the um, Clifton Strengths Finder itself, but just to say that I was fascinated by the idea of the book. And so when you buy the book, they send you a code for to take the test online. So you go online and you take the test and you get a report back and it ranks your strengths. I think on the initial test that you get with the book, um, initial assessment, they share with you your top five strengths. And and then you can pay an additional amount and it will send you a report, which is totally fascinating. And why this is so fascinating to me is because guess what my number one strength is? Learner. Learner is my number one strength. In fact, in my top five there are three strengths that are somewhat similar to learner and that, you know, person that just loves a lot of information. So in my top five, I have learner. I have, I'm trying to think of what the name of it is. Um, input, which is another, you know, similar thing and analytical. Those are all three of my top five. And to round that out, I have belief and connectedness. Now, I have spent a good deal of time over the last couple, two or three, five years, really getting to know myself and really appreciating who I am and my strengths and how my strengths add value to the world. But learner, I mentioned before, you're similar to me. 
So I'm going to share with you what learner means. Just a little blurb. This is from the book itself. And just kind of this overall, like what that means. And remember, this was ranked number one as one of my strengths. And I'm guessing that you probably are high on the learner side too, because you're here listening to the podcast wanting to learn. So here, here's what it says. You love to learn. The subject matter that interests you most will be determined by your other themes and experiences. But whatever the subject, you will always be drawn to the process of learning. The process, more than the content or the result, is especially exciting for you. You are energized by the steady or by the steady and deliberate journey from ignorance to competence. The thrill of the first few facts, the early efforts to recite and practice what you have learned, the growing confidence of a skilled master. This is the process that entices you. Your excitement leads you to engage in adult learning experiences, for example, yoga or piano lessons or graduate classes. It enables you to thrive in dynamic work environments where you are asked to take on short project assignments and are expected to learn a lot about the new subject matter in a short period of time and then move on to the next. Okay, why am I sharing this with you? Because this is what I'm drawn to, too, is to learn, learn, learn. And if you heard the words there, it's less of an interest in the outcome as much as the process of learning. It's the thing that has like captivated my curiosity for my whole entire life. In fact, that little blurb about, you know, you love a a, a job where you have lots of projects Guess what? When I worked in the corporate world, my, my nickname, this was not my official title. I was a, I had a lot of different official titles. In fact, one of them was, um, continuous improvement specialist. So I was a manager, a process manager, essentially between departments. But my nickname at the job was the plug. And why was I the plug? Because I was, I was assigned to a lot of projects to move projects forward, to learn new things, figure it out, analyze it, put it together, solve problems. That's what I do. Like that. I love that learning process. I love to consume a lot of good learning. When I homeschooled my kids, <laughs> they would get, I would say, isn't this fun? Like we would be learning something new. And I was like, ah, oh, this is so interesting. And I remember them saying, oh, mom, you think everything is interesting. Well, they're right. I really do. I really do. But what is one of the drawbacks of wanting to always be learning? And this comes from my report one of the categories in the report, and this is the full report. I'm not sure. I can't remember what's on the initial report. It says, watch out for blind spots. Listen to what this says. You love the process of learning so much that the outcome might not matter to you. Be careful not to let the process of knowledge acquisition get in the way of your results and productivity. So if you've love podcasts, if you love reading like I do, if you love just soaking up the the fascinating information that's all around us, and boy, it's right at our 
fingertips. And for, for those, you know, for, for you and I, people that love learning and having a computer in our hand at all times, having a phone, which is a computer, it can, it can be challenging to step from the learner to the applier, to the person that applies what they learn. So important that we not only consume and learn, but that we apply. And that's what I love when I get to work with people. So often my clients are people that have been listening to the podcast for a long time. And, and I think, you know, to a certain degree, you probably take action on some of the things that we talk about here. But let's be honest, it's without some, without a investment in ourselves, we, we rarely take action on what we're learning unless there's a reason to. And when I have clients come to me, it's, it's a lot of times they've listened to the podcast for a long time. They have found value in what they've heard. And then they're figuring out how do I apply this to my life so that I can get the result I want. The result being, I don't want to be stuck in grief the rest of my life. I want to be able to move through the pain of loss. I want to be able to visualize a future and to be able to move into that future self. I want to be able to experience joy and purpose in my day-to-day today. So examine your life and see where maybe like me, you're a learner at heart. You love learning. I love learning. Nothing wrong with that. It's a beautiful thing. It has richly, richly influenced and blessed my life to be a learner. I love it. And I, I really feel like it's what's allowed me to bring value here is because I am a learner because this is, uh, I am analytical and I do have belief and I do, you know, rounding up like my, top five strings again is belief and connection, which is just this, like I talk about, like, I believe in you. Like I feel that. I feel that I believe in you because I know that healing is possible. And I have a belief in, in healing. And my, my other strength of connection is this this feeling that we are all connected and that there is just, there's purpose and there's, there's, um, beauty in our connection. And I just, you know, we, we're, we're not, we're not all made to be coaches and to do what I'm doing, but I can't think of anything I could be doing that is, more closely aligned to who I am. And there is wonderful things in learning and applying and learning about who you are and living in that space of who you are. So take a look at your, at your tendencies and see if you are, you know, if, if, if it feels a little off balance, if you're doing a lot of consuming or a lot of learning and not as much applying, 
and moving your life forward because both are required in order to move your life forward. Now, I promised at the top of the episode that there were going to be some announcements. And I just want to say that there are seasons of activities, and I love to live by inspiration. And I love being here with you each week on the podcast. But there comes a time, and and this is the way I love to live my life. I love to live my life by inspiration. It's the reason I started the podcast. It's the reason I became a coach. It's the reason I do everything I do is because I love to live by inspiration. In fact, coming later this month will be a whole episode on living by inspiration. And as much as I can and as closely as I can, I make decisions based on inspiration and what I feel called to do, what I feel like is for my higher good. And as I show up for you, what is for your higher good? And right now I'm feeling called to take a pause from the podcast. And I have to say, I felt this, oh, it's been probably, I don't, I don't know how many weeks ago I felt this, you know, this inspiration that it was time to take a pause from the podcast. And I resisted it. I really did. I was like, is that, is that for real? I just couldn't imagine doing that, but I'm, I'm, going with the inspiration and I'm taking a pause from the podcast. So in July and August, there will be no new episodes of the podcast, but there are 130 episodes for you to go back and listen to your favorites. Or if you're new here, you'll have plenty to listen to for the, for the first time. You'll have lots and lots to, to listen to. But starting in July, I'm going to be focused on more webinars and I'm going to be offering free webinars. And the first one's going to be July 7th. And to get all the information on everything that's coming up, like I highly, highly, highly recommend you definitely want to go to buildalifeafterloss.com and make sure you're on the mailing list. So you'll get all the announcements and the links to participate in the free webinars and everything else that's coming up. And for the first time, I'm also announcing that in September, we will be launching a Hope Club. And what that means for you is that it's going to be an opportunity to not only learn this material, everything that I've been teaching and talking about on the podcast, but it's going to be a place where we apply what we learn. So every month there'll be a new topic. There'll be um, even worksheets. Like I'll provide some tools for you to apply what you're learning. And we'll have a, a, a training class and we'll have Q&A. It's going to be really, really exciting. And that's coming in September. Because right now I work with a very limited amount of clients and my client roster is full. And so... Now, if you're interested in working with me one-on-one, go to buildalifeafterloss.com and get on my schedule to talk. And, you know, you want to get on that list so that you can be one of those people that I have the distinct honor to work with because it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. I just love it. And it's, um, I can't even explain how powerful coaching is, but I, I recognized the need to, provide this at a higher level for more people. 
So instead of just telling you every week kind of what my thoughts and feelings and and the information, I want to share with you how to apply it. So get on the mailing list. I'm really thrilled to see you there. And I hope you have a wonderful week. Remember, I believe in you. Love you. Bye.